Hey, what's going on, my friends? Welcome to another episode of the Awaken Life Podcast. I'm here with my lovely wife, Patty. Hello. And we have a special guest. She goes by the name of Kat. And we are discussing, it's funny, how how would I how would I present her? Some would probably see her as a shaman. She prefers ayahuasca. And you can call, I, I look at her like a ceremony holder. Regardless, she is a master of the medicine and she has uh, been a facilitator in many of my ceremonies. And I feel very honored and blessed to have her here. Thank you for having me. It's You're an honor welcome. to be here. So Kat, can you just tell us maybe a little bit about yourself and anything you want to just, you know, present to my audience to kind of, you know, let them know like maybe how you got into what you were doing and just a little bit about yourself, whatever you feel relevant, okay? Sure, yeah, so I got involved with ayahuasca about 13 years ago because like most of us, I needed a lot of help. I was diagnosed bipolar, I attempted suicide, I was alcoholic, I was bulimic, I was kind of a hot mess. <laughs> so somebody had said the word ayahuasca and the next thing I know, I'm on a plane to Peru to go to the jungle and to try this crazy wow. jungle juice. I had no idea what I was getting into, <laughs> none whatsoever, um, and it was totally life-changing. I did three ceremonies and felt like I had a reset where it's not like, you know, ayahuasca is not a cure. It's a catalyst for change. Yeah. And I finally felt like it was possible to get better. Where before that, all the doctors and whatnot basically said, you're going to be medicated. You just got to deal with this. You're crazy. Handle it. And with, with the first cycle, I felt like I can get better. And I just got obsessed from there. And before I know it, I got the calling to apprentice. I apprenticed with a maestro who was trained in the Shipipo Canibo tradition, which is just the Peruvian way of doing this. Um, trained with him for almost eight years. And now I get to do ceremonies and work with people like you. And it's the best gig ever. Yeah. <laughs> That's exciting. That's a very inspiring story. I think a lot of Patty and I can relate yeah. as well. We come from fairly troubled past as well. Yes. And we're once desperate and... Uh, that's really cool. I could totally see where, how, how an experience with the medicine would give you that revelation that, you know what, change and maybe even quick change is very much possible. Like you're, you're really, the, the ability to transcend your issues is, is real. It's there. So that's, that's cool. Yeah, yeah. We're so programmed the opposite, right? And right. the medicine just comes in and it's like, that's not true. Yeah. yeah. You, know, you can have what you want. You can feel better. It's work. It's yes. hard work, but obviously worth it. So yeah, yeah. I owe I owe the medicine my life I really do so it's an honor to devote my life to her you know uh, in service yeah. in return yeah awesome. I I actually do have a question what was like the sign for you that made you be like I need to do this work like that was it just that you had the opportunity to apprentice or was there like something that happened that made you like I need to do this yeah great question it just kept coming up over and over again and yes. I kept thinking can a white girl from Montana do this <laughs> is that possible because I was working with you know the, the Peruvians the indigenous yes. people and but it just I just kept feeling we call it a calling right mm -hmm. that tug yeah. and so I just sent out the intention of okay if it's meant to be I'll find a teacher and it just happened yeah you know how the magic just right. unfolds. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Wow. I'm like a candy Beautiful. candy star. She's right very now. intrigued I'm by like, your <laughs> path, so I knew she'd be asking you questions. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, we're gonna get into the the content. We have five things that you should know before your first ayahuasca ceremony. And I'm gonna go ahead now and start with number one. And this is something I experienced firsthand and that the experience will is will be a hundred percent unique to you like I read a lot of different stories and different mm -hmm. people's fairly descriptive experiences and mine was 100 percent 
different. It's almost difficult to talk about. You hear, like me and Patty will try to talk about it sometimes, and it's almost like I don't really can't really connect to what I she's saying, what and then saying. vice versa. <laughs> Would you yeah, guys agree? Yeah. Would you agree? Are you Kat? drinking the same yes. stuff? Because <laughs> that's not what's happening. Yeah. Absolutely. And it, it's, it blows my mind how it's different every night for everyone, too. Yeah. The same brew, you know, two nights in a row will create totally different experiences for everyone because the medicine basically works in partnership with your soul. Mm-hmm. And all of our journeys in life are different, totally different. So it makes sense that the spiritual space of Aya is also completely unique and personalized. So it's you can read a hundred different accounts. They're all going to be different and your experience is going to be totally different and if you do it multiple times different every night I think I'm 1100 ceremonies in wow. and wow. it's different every time Wow! so yeah That's it's fun amazing. how about you love have they been different for you or do you agree oh, yeah. do you resonate with oh, that for sure yeah and just not just like like Kat said the, the medicine will be the same but even the energy of the room people are different in the space that makes the whole experience different you know for sure. Yeah. And I find that to be both comforting and also exciting because sometimes you hear people with their like, you know, they're like almost like painful tales of it. Like, <laughs> okay, well, that's them. That's what they were going through. And it's like, I just don't know what I'm getting into. And that's very exciting. Mm-hmm. And I agree with what Kat said, how it does, at least from my perception, it seems to be like the, it's a, almost like a mystical healing, uh, a communion between yeah. the, the ayahuasca, the spirit, and then the higher self or the soul. Yeah. And it just seems to play out exactly, like perfectly to what is the, mo- the most beneficial and relevant to me at that time, yeah. based on whatever issues attempting to be healed. And, and sometimes there's a, you know, there's a time for intensity, there's a time for grace and healing, and it's just everything in between. So Everything, everything. Yeah, yeah. you know, it's so interesting, because when I started this process, I couldn't keep a house plant alive. Like, <laughs> I had That's zero right connection, right? And this is, <laughs> I am the last person to come forth and say, I talk to plants, and yeah. plant consciousness is at the center of my life, because I didn't see that coming. And yet, that is exactly what's happening. The consciousness of this plant, which is ancient, like, knows how to connect with the deepest yeah. part of you and create what it is that you need. You know, mm, yeah. it's magical. Yeah, Don't ask me how that works on a scientific level. We could talk about the alkaloids to help create it, but there's magic in it. It just, yeah. you know, and, and the more you kind of accept that and surrender to it, the more it can unfold and create amazing positive changes. But yeah, yeah but it's going to be totally unique for everybody. For sure. Yeah. 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 Cool. <laughs> so number two, and this makes definitely more sense when you do it, is always let go and breathe and know that resistance is what can cause the the difficulty yeah do you do you want who 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 goes first go ahead what do you have to say about that um i just i'm i'm always brought back to when i went to peru and um the my second ceremony there was incredibly intense and i started having paranoid thoughts about the shaman that was holding the space and is he going to harm me? And I was like, I'm alone in Peru. I'm going to die here. Like I started having all these paranoid thoughts. And finally I just was like, okay, I just have to just let go and just allow the medicine to do its work. And that was like my most profound night that I had in that whole experience. But it took all the, the, I don't know, it felt like an eternity of like paranoia and fear and like scary visions and whatever. Mm -hmm. But as soon as I let go, it was like, whoosh, I blasted off into like the beauty of my 
cleansing in that night. It was amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. The conflict that we create with the process is what creates the suffering, yes. right? Yes. So, and you can feel that, like the medicine has shown me that moment to moment. Like if my mind comes in, it's like, I don't want this. Mm-hmm. Oh, it sucks. <laughs> the experience just goes dark. Yeah. And you know, you have the fear running through you. And then as soon as I shift into, okay, I say yes. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. You know, yeah. surrender into it. I trust this. If I tell her I trust you, then that expansion just mm-hmm. makes the ride so much more fun. Yeah. And then you realize the same tr- is true in life. Like yes. the more you fight with it, the things that happen, the more you create suffering. Yeah. So it's like a priceless lesson. But the thing about Aya is if you fight her, she's going to win. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. don't do it. Right, <laughs> I've right. tried many yeah. times. Didn't work. <laughs> it's like ayahuasca one million cat zero. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah. just how it goes. Yeah. Yeah. I had an experience a couple times ago where I was resisting. I, I think I told you, you, you and your partner about it because the medicine had hit me so late into the night and the ceremony was kind of over. And then all of a sudden I got hit like a freight train. <laughs> wow. And it's almost always like that for me. That's my subjective experience where it just comes on almost like instantly. So it's kind of overwhelming initially. And, and my mind, my mind was saying, I shouldn't be feeling this. Uh, this. This should not be happening. Mm. I don't have the, the piece of the ceremony. And I was like getting up and going to the bathroom and, and just sort of like ruminating around uh, fighting it. And finally, I was like so humbled. I, I like raised my hand and, and <laughs> one of the helpers came by. I'm like, I, I, I need some help. And they came and they got the, you got your partner, Abby. And she came back and was like, the medicine just isn't done with you. You have to just lay back and learn the lessons. And once she said that, I, I, I could sense the truth of that statement. Like, there was no getting out of it. She didn't have some kind of miracle pill for me. Nope. And I'm like, once I, like, I allowed myself to embrace it, it was like, oh, wow. That's what this is all about. It was so many. It was like one revelation after another. And it was just <laughs> my resistance that made it, made it uh, you know, dark or negative. And it was like the whole time it was this crazy cleansing and healing that I was just pushing, pushing away. So it's not only that, will that the the letting go be helpful to having maybe a smoother experience, but it allows you to get the most out of it. Maybe I could have fought it all night, and then it wears off, and I would have missed all the beauty, mm-hmm. all Good the point. lessons. Yeah, yeah. Resistance is futile. <laughs> <laughs> and that, yeah, and it really was. Yeah, it really yeah. Is. I yeah. know. In in last the last ceremony, I liked how your partner said. Um, she, she goes, once you drink the medicine, you can't undrink it. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, there's this no is off true. Switch. Yes, yeah. it, it's done when it's yeah. done. <laughs> I had somebody once at Rhythmia when I worked there yell at me in the middle of ceremony. Well, if you can't make this go away, what good are you as a shaman? Oh, jeez. <laughs> yeah, apparently not very good then by your <laughs> standards because that's not my job. My yeah. job is to help you through it. I look at oh, wow. it more as a midwife to yeah. help people kind of birth and let go of that energy. I can't make it go away. I'm not that powerful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's funny. I can see that. <laughs> that was fun. Yeah. All right. Number three I have written down here. Make sure you really like feel comfortable and resonate with the people that are holding the ceremony because it is it is uh it is an, it can be an intense, it's a very real experience. And I for one felt very comfortable at Rhythmia. I feel very comfortable with you. Um, but because you feel vulnerable at times, i I think 
there'd be a lot of unnecessary fears if you're already somewhat skeptical of about the people you're you're with. Yeah. Have you ever had any experiences where you like, <laughs> drank with shady characters or anything? Um, yes. <laughs> I figured. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm super passionate about this one because the core of being able to surrender, which we were just talking about, lies in the fact that you feel safe. Yes. And if you don't feel safe, you're going to be in conflict and it could be traumatic instead of healing. Mm -hmm. And this process has the potential to literally, I've watched people walk away with terminal cancer cured, mm. but not if they don't feel safe and yeah. can totally let go. So, and, and with the popularity of it in the last like handful of years, there's a lot of people stepping forth that have no business serving medicine because right. it's like you have to go through an internship just like you would a doctor, like an apprenticeship. And without that training, the person doesn't know how to take care of you if you're part of the 1% that has a really tough night, right? So it's so important that you know you're sitting with someone who has training, who has confidence in their ability to help if something happens, because otherwise, you know, it could be traumatic. And it just breaks my heart when this process is, is harmful rather than helpful, because, right. you know, it's the potential for good is so strong. So do your research, make sure you feel super comfy with who you're sitting with. And I actually have a blog that I've written of all the questions that you can ask a potential facilitator. So oh, that you, smart. Yeah, oh, because people don't know which questions to ask. Yeah. Like, where does the medicine come from? Mm -hmm. What is your training? Like, how do you handle if someone has a tough night? These are good things to know right. because that way you know you're in good hands. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it definitely would have been helpful having chosen a place to go to in Peru with someone who had never been with the medicine. We kind of just like looked at pictures and I was like, we emailed back and forth and it, I didn't know what to really ask even though I had already had a ceremony before. And, but it would have been very beneficial for my friend who came if I would have known the right questions to ask for sure. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I've been blessed. I've had only uh, comfortable setting, yeah. but you had not that it was a bad. It Peru was not bad. You know, I won't say that, but it was less comfortable setting. And for me, it was just fine. But for um, my sister, my my friend who came with us or came with me. Um, yeah, she she had a challenging time there. <laughs> but, yeah. yeah and I, mean, I could see I know real quick to, to hammer the point if you don't mind I didn't mean to cut you off love um, you were saying like uh, you had a really intense experience there kind of going back to logic we were saying mm -hmm. like maybe if there wasn't a portion of that time we were like am I safe is this going to be okay that could have been where you let go and right. had that right it would have alleviated healing. that time I, I had way more of an intense experience in ceremony with you Kat and I didn't Sorry. feel, I did not feel fear for one second. Good. I had no anxiety at all. There was no sense of feeling unsafe or anything at all. So, yes. <laughs> Good. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. I figured it's an important point. Cause there's, yeah. like Kat said, there's so many people uh, yeah, offering it now, right? Well, yeah. People that have drank a few times and like, I can do this. Yeah. No, 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 no. No, no you, you can't. can't. That's like watching like, you know, Grey's Anatomy and thinking you can do surgery. Yeah. Just because right. you saw it on television, I'm good. Yeah. It's like, no, it's complicated. So, you yeah. got to have somebody that's already been through their crazy night because you do this medicine long enough it yeah. deals with consciousness and consciousness has darkness yes. we all got it so if if that facilitator hasn't already had their experience 
having the rough nights, mm -hmm. they're not going to know how to help someone who does. Right. right. We learn this through experience. I didn't read it in a book of how to help someone in a dark ayahuasca ceremony. No, I went there yeah. repeatedly. Yeah. yeah. You know, so I'm confident. I know everything's okay. And I'm confident I can help people who don't know that know it quickly. Mm. Yeah. Right? Because you feel it. Yeah. And if you can imagine when you're in that intense space, if someone comes up to you and they're freaked out too. Right. Oh, yeah. That's not helpful. No. You know? No. It's just going to make it 10 times worse. Right. So that's super important that you just feel like you're in good hands. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah definitely. In fact, that was almost what, when I mentioned my, my experience, but I was, I was kind of like resisting. It was not even what Abby said is that I could tell she was not at all phased by my situation. Yeah. She was not like, oh, what am I going to do with this guy? Oh, no. She was like, <laughs> it was like, uh, like it's so nonchalant. And just her nonchalantness was like, okay, I'm f this is normal. I'm safe. It's okay. Yeah. 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 Okay, number four, and there's many perspectives on this. In fact, me and Patty have sort of different ones on it, but <laughs> she wants, she, she's sort of like, we're, we're talking about this, and it's prepare your body. So maybe you could tell us a little bit about what, what are some of the general recommendations for people and, and why are they recommended to prepare their body? Yeah, this is a controversial topic because you will look at every ayahuasca center yes. and everyone's got different rules, mm -hmm. okay? Because they just have different, like, relationship with what they think is best to prepare the body. I'll tell you the four things that to me are unequivocal. It's like a good five to seven days before you do an ayahuasca ceremony, don't have any pork, beef, alcohol, or mind-altering substances, including marijuana. Like marijuana goes well with a lot of things like, like psilocybin. It does not go well with ayahuasca. Mm -hmm. So it's super important to take a time out from all of those things. Then basically the way that I look at this or have experienced it is the effort that you put into preparation is what you will get out of it in terms of like the rewards. Mm. So you can come as you are and not do a whole lot of body prep and it might be uncomfortable. It might not be that deep, but okay, you get a reflection then of the fact that you're not disciplined or you're not taking it seriously. And that's valuable. But if you really work hard <laughs> and do some preparation and, and sacrifice maybe some yummy things and, and do some hard work for a week or more before, you'll get so much reward out of it. You get what you give. I see. Oh, great. I, I liked all yeah. that. Yeah. What do you yeah. think, love? Well, oh, you know how I feel. I think it's Im very important um, to clean out your body of all the things that are not necessarily there or that work well with me the medicine. But also I think it's about like discipline too. Like when you can be disciplined in prepping your body to work with this medicine, then it sort of gets your mind right for having the ceremony. So even though prepping yeah. your body might seem futile, your mind is also being prepped by saying, no, I'm not going to eat that brownie or mm -hmm. by saying, uh, you know, no, I'm not going to have any salt or whatever. And, you know, I might look emaciated for a couple of days or whatever a week, but it's, it's totally, for me, it's totally worth it to like yeah. be clear. It is. Yeah. I have more the come as you are philosophy with it, though, is because I've had, had people want to not do ceremony because they broke the diet, like right. they had sugar or salt. Eh, it's not that big of a deal, mm -hmm. you know, and, and there is value in coming forth and drinking the medicine and seeing why is it that I couldn't stick to that? Mm -hmm. You know, to get yeah. some, some reflection of why you couldn't show up. And the other thing with that is if you're a person who's normally pretty disciplined and you have a good relationship with that and you slip up and have like potato chips before ceremony, 
eh, no right. big deal. But if you have, like, say, a marijuana addiction, like you're smoking it every day and it's a crutch, you got to stop for a week mm. because you got to give yourself that benefit of discipline before you step into the medicine or she will school you. So it's, yeah. it's a matter of integrity of just knowing yourself and knowing what you need to do to be in the right state of mind and the right physical well-being and really staying away from those four things for at least three to five days beforehand. Yeah. yeah. That's my perspective. Yeah. It's funny because at, at the beginning of this conversation 10 minutes ago, I had like a different opinion, but hearing both of the, your guys' stories, <laughs> I feel like mine has shifted. And the reason I had more of a, laissez-faire sort of opinion like well it's come as you are not a big deal is because that was my most recent time where i had kind of some some slippages we'll say <laughs> and i was concerned i even called yeah. you i said hey you know i don't think i'm gonna come i feel like I, i'm gonna have a tough experience and, and you were like no it's okay so and my experience happened to be very gentle but that was i i think now i can see it just as of just this moment that was what I needed based on my own sort of personal journey. Mm -hmm. Not necessarily wise for me to conclude that I guess I never have to be disciplined because it didn't matter that one time. Yeah, right. I, I totally agree. I think like, and I, I remember talking to one of the, the participants a few times ago and they were saying, I was like, how was your night last night? And they're like, well, you know, I rushed here from work. It was a stressful day. So pretty much I was just like dealing with all of that. Like the whole experience was wasted on getting him into like a, a sound state of mind. And then the next night was good, but he had to, yeah. he could have maybe, you know, he had a situation, but obviously the preparation could have maybe, he could have jumped right in for the real work right from the yeah. get-go. Yeah. yeah. There's a, an important element to this that is not about prepping the body that you kind of started touching on, and that is the respect for the process. Mm. Mm -hmm. No, if, if you're a, an extremely respectful being with this whole process and you slipped up on your diet, no big deal. If you're just brushing off the whole thing of like, oh, I don't have to follow the diet, whatever, in a space of arrogance, uh-oh. <laughs> yeah. You're I could going imagine, to get yeah. humbled. Yeah, I had one guy come once and not reveal that he had had bacon for breakfast. Oh, wow. He had a nightmare ceremony because he's oh. like, oh, I didn't think it was a big deal. I'm like, uh-huh. <laughs> you know, now you know. Oh. And if he had been more transparent and owned it, he probably would have had an easier ride, but he just didn't respect it at all, just decided to keep it a secret and got his butt kicked. So yeah. it's the reverence that we have is actually even more important to what we actually do in a disciplined state. The, the reverence also though helps to manifest the discipline. You know, when you're really mm. reverent to the fact like, okay, this is powerful medicine, it has the potential to change my life, I'm gonna do some work to prepare for it. They, they go together, but at least have the reverence. Yeah. Right, right. Now I do, this is kind of like a side question to something that I've been like curious about. Why is, um, pork so important to not to like avoid like i don't eat pork really but you know yeah just good out question. of curiosity because that's it's the always big one that's the one that's on everyone, everyone no pork mm -hmm. you know when i was prepping for peru they said a month out i couldn't have any pork so the standard answer that some people say is it's it's a dirtier animal because they eat feces they eat all kinds of things oh. okay yeah the shamans say it's because the pigs actually have DNA that's very close to ours. Like they do scientific things, like they'll grow ears on the back of a pig for humans because oh. their DNA is extremely similar. So the shamans actually feel that it's cannibalism, oh. that you're eating a creature that's so close to your own biology that it just wow. doesn't go with them. And Aya tends to disagree. She does not like pork in the system. Okay. So yeah. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Kind of interesting. Yeah. That is question. very interesting. Okay. I'm. I'm glad that I asked that because I was like, eh, I don't know if I'm going to ask that, but I'm. I'm glad I did. I could see that. Yeah. The like the, 
I, I mean, personality might be the wrong word, but the personality of the Aya really seems like she is all for the whole, mm-hmm. like like not con- needless conflict among living things and stuff. So I could see, yeah, it's a I could see her, her you know, ca- causing an adverse reaction of someone who disrespects <laughs> that. That's yeah. a nice way to put it. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> but to, to, to finish off, I feel I resonate with what you said—the reverence. I feel I'm a big believer in sincerity. Like I was, yeah. sinc- I was sort of sincerely trying my best, but I was having such a rough week. I slipped up. Now, yeah. if I had a cockiness that was the result of me saying, "Oh, oh I'm above it," it or blah blah matter. blah, yeah. that would be, I think, it would be a, a whole different ball game. So yeah. I think if oh, yes. people just do their best to follow the guideline that they resonate with, I would think that would be ideal. Would you That's agree? That's perfect. Okay. Yeah. Absolutely. Cool. Okay, number five is kind of an interesting one, but I, re- I really wanted to put it on here is the ceremony starts when you make the decision, or some would even say before yeah. you do. <laughs> so I have found mm-hmm. that. Uh, the themes that would come up to me in my ceremonies would be perfectly in alignment with what started to transpire once I decided, almost like my life started to kind of arrange itself to take advantage of the growth opportunity inherent within the ceremony and it all kind of is like one whole orchestration. Did that sound like too abstract? Do you guys know what I meant by that? I know exactly. Okay, cool. I do too. Feel free, you touch on it, then we'll hear what Kat has to say about it. okay. Okay. Well, I mean, for me, the fact that like my first ceremony was with Kat and um, the way that you met her was by getting offered a free trip to Rhythmia. Mm-hmm. And then we happened to move to Vegas like two weeks before you, you know, went to Rhythmia. Like for me, that's like no brainer. It was like she, I was in like, I was like so jealous that you were going because I was like, I need that. I need that. I need what she does. Like, I need that in my life. And then he's like, you know, we're Skyping back and forth. He's like, there's someone here and she's got a ceremony coming up. You should totally do it. I'm like, yes, I I You called it in. Yes, yes. And it was like, it was, um, it was like, she was like saying, okay, we're ready for you. You know, kind of calling him and me at the same time to get us. You know, which is nice that she tapped you both. Yeah, <laughs> synchronistically. Yeah, yeah. It's a calling. It's so crazy how it's a calling, and it's so true too that the moment you start even acknowledging that calling, the process starts working. Yeah. And mm-hmm. then when you commit and like buy a plane ticket or put down a deposit, mm-hmm. oh, game on. Yeah. You know, yeah. like my first time, this was a big revelation around this medicine being different than recreational drugs that I had done in the past because I got to the jungle and all of my insecurities, my self worth. All of this stuff came right up to the surface, and I hadn't drank the medicine yet. And I remember saying to the shaman, like, I didn't expect the process to start before I drank what was in the cup. And he just leaned in and he's like, you are perfect for this process. (laughs) (laughs) Get it. And I'm like, yeah, well, if I wasn't stuck in the jungle, I'd be running my ass back home right now because I'm scared because this is not fun times on drugs. It is not, you know, it's, it's deeply transformative and healing and expansive. And you just, you start learning about yourself in such a deep way. And that's part of the fun of it. It starts the moment you say I'm in and the gift keeps giving way after ceremony. too. Yeah. It it, it extends way. In fact, some people say the real, work begins after the ceremony that's when you yes, gotta like you know sure. become an example of what you learned yeah. integrate it yes. integrate yeah. it yeah walk in it rather than just think and ruminate on it yeah right, right. absolutely right. then you have something we were talking about on the way over here oh yeah my my friend who came with me for you know this was back in may when i went and she just now last friday was like 
we need to talk. I just finally figured out what my second night of ceremony was about. And like, I, you know, that's months later. She finally is integrating. Years. Yeah. Yeah. So yes, exactly. It takes years for some people to like, you know, they have their ceremony and they're just processing throughout the whole time. Yeah. But yeah. And I've, I've even found it where my conclusions of the experience initially after would change over time. Like at my, I had a really mm, tough, yeah. ex, like I my first intense experience, I thought, wow, I needed to be humbled. I've been like bad and that. And this now just like several sessions later, it was like, wow, I was just thinking I needed to be humbled. Mm-hmm. And it was like, I guess I don't, without getting too specific into my personal issue about it, it was just like, uh, it just like, it's almost like, my my journey of transformation now has like an assistant this ayahuasca yeah. and it all it's not just the experience it wears off and that's it it's just like it's just a a facilitator and a catalyst and like an assistant yeah. to just and to my my process and uh, it has such a, a deep wisdom to where it could do that it could say okay i'm gonna do this he's gonna walk away thinking this i know three years later he's gonna finally <laughs> yeah. know what i really meant by yes. that and it's gonna dawn on him and be very impactful so it's like it can mm-hmm. see down the line yeah it's crazy how how she works like in the most beautiful way too it's just so synergistic with your life like you needed those experiences in order to you know have you know change a little bit and to you know experience life in the way that you were supposed to and then come to this new conclusion about the medicine right and yourself yes and yourself yeah myself and he's like he came home from ceremony and was like Oh, it was so wonderful. She's so, you know, I don't remember exactly what you said, but I was like, now you know her like I do. And I was like sleeping. I was like, see, I told you you should go. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Well, is there anything you wanted to add to anybody? Again, most, a lot of the mindset of the listeners are probably like, wondering if they should do it or, or wanting to do it or anything you want to add. I know we've talked about it a lot, so if not, that's fine. Yeah, that last thing you said is a question I get a lot is, how do I know it's time? Mm. Mm-hmm. And it's related to what we were just talking about is that calling. It, you know it's time when you just can't get away from thinking about it. Mm-hmm. And it just pops up. Like, like you know, you turn on TV and it's, it's somebody mentions it on the episode of Weeds or whatever. You know, <laughs> it just starts showing up around you and you just can't get around it. You don't have to wait until you don't have any fear. If that were the case, I would never drink ayahuasca because I always have fear. Mm-hmm. So it's okay to have fear. It's a respect for the process. You know, but when you feel your heart getting tugged all the time of like, okay, I got to do this, then there you go. And then what tends to happen is you meet the person that facilitates or you meet someone who sat before who said, oh, go to this circle. Like it all just starts unfolding. So that's how you know. Don't force it though. You know, don't just take the first group that comes along or whatnot because you feel a sense of urgency. It's really important to make sure you feel aligned. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, we learn tough lessons yes. yes yeah 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 it's funny because my friend um she had been questioning like oh i'm never gonna do ayahuasca again and and she knows how i feel about working with the medicine so she's like well maybe i'll maybe i should go and i said i'm like listen i would love for you to come but if it's not your time don't force it right well and then now she might have the opportunity to be able to come and she's like you know, very excited and i'm just like that excitement is key. Yeah. Yes. Even if you've got the fear, if you've got the, yes. oh my goodness, it's happening. Yes. And then it just, you're called. And it was something, yeah. it just kind of worked out perfectly because this new circle has kind of been added on and it's like. And that's the other thing when the timing just lines yeah. up. Yes. You're like, oh, I had that weekend off and it's yes. like perfect. Yeah. 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 So you know. 
Yeah. We know deep down. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cool. I'm, I'm glad you brought that up because we were talking about that on the way over here, how it show like call to people in the ways you described just with the synchronicity and those that gut instinct that natural excitement Mm -hmm. and i think a lot of people i could see where they would have the fear and say well i'll wait till i'm ready i wasn't ready in fact the closer it became towards it the more nervous i got but uh that's healthy but i think that's the the same with any time your heart's called to do anything there's the blend of excitement and intuition and also the apprehension. Sure, because it's the unknown. You're yeah, jumping into something is. you don't know what's going to happen, and right. Maya is always the unknown. Yeah, yeah every time. It, yes. Always. So that that fear is a healthy dose of respect. Of like, oh, I don't know what's going to happen, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. But then you, you you can also couple that with trusting you can handle it. I've never met anybody who couldn't. Everyone survived. Yeah. You know? Right. Everyone comes through it. Yeah. I've never had anybody go, God, I wish I hadn't done that. Mm. There's the oh crap, that was difficult. Yeah. Right. But but I believe in this process so much because the aftermath is always beautiful if you've got the support to make sense of what just happened if you're in good hands yeah you know because because it's just like the magic can happen but you gotta trust the process and roll with it in order for the magic to really meet you in your soul so yeah so just beautiful follow your instincts yeah. 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 Oh, I love that. Okay. Cool. Well, thank you so much. Yes. It was really awesome. Kat this took time out of her day. It's a Friday. It's nice. She probably wants to go hanging out, but you took the time to, <laughs> to share your experience and yourself with my audience. I really appreciate you. My okay? favorite topic. And thank you so much for letting me speak to your beautiful tribe. Oh, oh you're very yes. welcome. Now, for those of those of the listeners who would be interested in learning more about you and, and kind of what you're about, do you have any like references online that you want to share? Sure. I'm an avid blogger because I got to use my English degree somehow. So <laughs> my <laughs> website is afterlife.coach little play on life coach because death is awesome and so I support people by the way in the integration of all psychedelic experiences and also anybody dealing with the fear of death or the facing mortality because the medicine has taught me that death is awesome and there's mm-hmm. nothing to be afraid of so anybody needs help with that I'd be honored okay that's afterlife.coach yep. That's and it. Cool. Thank you. And for those listening on my website, I'll go ahead and be sure to leave a link down below. And then we also, beyond that, we have an exciting announcement. Yay. We're teaming up, me and Patty and then and Kat and her partner are going to be doing a ceremony here in Las Vegas on January 17th, 18th, 19th, and 20th. If any of you are interested in learning more about that, I'm going to leave a link down below. You can go ahead and click it if you're watching on my website. And if you're watching on iTunes, then you'll be hearing from me in other forms from my email newsletters about this as well. But just Yay. we're going to throw it out there. If this if this resonates with you and you've, you've listened through this whole podcast and feel called to do it and, and feel inspired and like you, like you like us, you jive with us, and this might be a good opportunity, just keep those dates in mind and there'll be more to be revealed soon yeah. about that. Yeah. Come play with us. Yes, (laughs) please come. (laughs) All right. We're going to peace out. It was a beautiful day. I hope you guys are all doing well. Thank you so much for listening. We we wish you all nothing but the best on your path. Thank you again, Kat, for for coming on. Thank you. Thank you, Patty. Oh, you're so welcome. (laughs) All right. Peace, my friends. Namaste. Namaste.